0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, July 5th, 2018. I'm Caleb Brown. After the travel ban, after separating families at the border, after turning away people seeking asylum or refugee status, now come proposed changes to the broad immigration system. How is the Trump administration taking aim at legal immigration? David Beer is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. He says the apparent goal of proposals by the administration is simply a radical reduction in legal migrants. Let's go back in time just a little bit here. And uh, how did immigration, legal immigration, ebb and flow uh, during the Obama years?
1: Generally, legal immigration was trending upwards during the Obama years. And in particular, in the years of 2016 and 2015, you saw a bit of a uptick. Uh, Particularly 2016 was somewhat of an outlier year in that it was saw the biggest increase of any year during the Obama administration.
0: Now, is that in part because we had this financial crisis right as he was coming into office and that uh, legal immigration had had declined?
1: No, actually. Um, Okay. In fact, uh, legal immigration trends uh, when you're talking about permanent residency, are a little bit divorced from the economic trends, so there is a little bit of an effect. But because we force legal immigrants to wait so long in order to come and or receive permanent residency if they are already here, uh, there's such a long queue that economic trends don't really affect their numbers very much and so it's really other factors that uh, result in these these trends upwards or downwards
0: okay so what what did cause that uptick toward the end of the Obama years?
1: Well a couple of things number one, we started to increase the number of refugees that were allowed into the United States and so, The refugee program expanded, so that resulted in a few more uh, individuals coming in from abroad. And the other aspect of this, so you're talking about an increase from like 100,000 to 120,000 in terms of the refugees, but the really big increase was actually in the immediate relatives of U.S. citizens category, so you're talking about spouses, uh, minor children, and the parents of U.S. citizens um, wanting to come. And those are the only categories uh, of sponsored immigration, uh, family categories where you can sponsor someone to come to the United States that are uncapped. So they can actually increase above the cap. So there's no wait time uh, beyond the time to process that application. And in 2016, there was a quite large uh, increase, about 100,000 more uh, spouses and minor children as well as parents um, came in that year. And so what that means to me, I interpret that as a little bit of angst about what the next administration might do on immigration. Uh, I better get my Uh, immigration application in uh, before this new administration uh, potentially takes over and does something um, disastrous to the immigration system.
0: Okay. so, So a lot of this was just watching what was in the news and thinking, it's, it's, time. it's now or never, perhaps. It,
1: that's my interpretation. I, I can't uh, read people's minds, but that seems to be the best interpretation. We actually saw a very similar thing happen at the border where you saw a rush right before uh, the new uh, president took office and even before he won the election, in fact, and uh, then a drop-off thereafter. All right.
0: So what has changed... Uh, with respect to legal immigration uh, since the Trump administration uh, started about a year and a half ago?
1: Well, the really big thing is, number one, you did have that rush. Uh, so uh, there were a few applicants who moved up their intended uh, departure date. Uh, so there was a little bit of a decline just as a consequence of, of that phenomenon. The other thing in terms of policy that's important is the fact that the Trump administration really increased the length of the immigration forms, the number of questions that they are asking people uh, has more than tripled. Um, so you're talking about many questions with very vague um, indeterminate answers, you know things like have you ever been detained by a officer of the law? And uh, that is not obvious to me exactly what that question means. And immigration attorneys will also tell you that that doesn't actually have a concrete definition. Does that include when I board an airline, for example? Um, We're all detained at that point. So you have these complicated questions that if you answer incorrectly, they will um, then uh, deny your application. And so that increases the cost of, of, of travel to the United States and immigration to the United States uh, requires people to hire attorneys when they otherwise would not have to. Anytime you increase the cost of doing something, you uh, depress demand for that uh, activity. And so uh, I suspect that a lot of it is just due to that. And then In addition, the the other policy, uh, really important policy change has been the rollout of the extreme vetting under the Trump administration, and what that has meant in practice is uh, banning immigration from certain uh, majority Muslim countries, Syria, Iran, Yemen, Libya, Somalia, and uh, occasionally a few others as well. And so that has certainly decreased um, immigration from the Muslim world um, in particular. In fact, you're talking about um, uh, about a 60% drop in uh, both temporary and immigrant visas from majority Muslim countries. And then the big one is the slash to the refugee program, about a 91% drop in Muslim uh, refugees in particular, overall the uh, refugee program has been reduced by uh, about 80%. So, uh, a really dramatic uh, decline in refugees as well as asylum uh, seekers, so you're talking about Central Americans coming here um, through the asylum process. There's been a fairly substantial uh, decline in the number of asylum approvals. Um, under President Trump uh, during uh, 2017.
0: Where do we see uh, with respect to asylum seekers, uh, with respect to refugees, and with respect to people who are seeking some form of residence in the, in the United States uh, using a legal process? Where, is that ex- where do you expect that to be uh, a year from now?
1: Well, going forward, we know that the Trump administration has its eyes on slashing legal immigration. Uh, They have repeatedly said as much. They've introduced legislation to cut it by 50%. Um, So we know the policy outcome that they would prefer, and they are using as many means as possible. Uh, to get there. Uh, There are a couple of different policy proposals on the horizon that could have a very significant impact on immigration. Uh, One of them uh, is a rule that would essentially require people being sponsored mainly by their family members to prove in advance that they will not use any form of welfare in the United States, and obviously, we certainly do not support immigrants on welfare, and uh, we have proposed various ways to restrict eligibility for welfare to U.S. citizens only. But uh, this proposal is not about restricting eligibility for welfare; it's about restricting eligibility to immigrate to the United States, and that proposal. Um essentially asks the bureaucracy in the United States to predict whether you in the future could likely use uh, welfare. And, um, you know, that uh, is very vague. It's granting a huge amount of authority uh, to the administration to deny, people, um, their uh, immigrant uh, visa or their uh, legal permanent residency application. And that could have a big impact on immigration because you can always um, come up with some reason why someone might use welfare in the future. And unless you have a very rigorous process for making that prediction, um, such as you're on welfare right now, um, that then you inevitably uh, will result in many people being denied who are not likely uh, to uh, use welfare in the future. Uh, the other thing that's uh, going to be important in in the coming days is this uh, this effort to clamp down on asylum at the border. Uh, We have seen um, previews of what the administration is thinking about here. Uh, They essentially want to deny asylum to anyone who crosses the border illegally uh, between ports of entry. And this is despite the fact that the asylum statute that Congress passed and and, uh, put into law uh, explicitly says that any asylum seeker can seek asylum anywhere, whether between a port of entry, at a port of entry, wherever in the United States, uh, they can seek asylum however they need to, uh, in order to uh, get out of harm's way. And that uh, statute was certainly responsive to the concern that, you know, we're turning away people who could be facing uh, some serious threats to their lives. And in the case of the Trump administration, what they are also doing uh, simultaneously is preventing people from seeking asylum through the legal ports of entry along the southern border. And what that's essentially doing is by turning them back and saying, we're only going to accept a few of you uh, on a given day. That's essentially forcing all of these desperate people to live homeless along the border until they get the chance to uh, come across uh, into the United States. And that is encouraging them to then seek other routes around the port of entry and then turning themselves into border patrol. Uh, between those ports of entry to seek asylum, which is lawful and legal. uh, But this proposal is essentially a way to, one, clamp down, prevent them from applying at the port of entry, then force them around it, you know, to between the ports of entry, and then say, oh, you went around the port of entry, you can't apply at all, we're just sending you back. So it's a really uh, systematic effort to prevent people from uh, seeking protection in this country
0: the president has made uh pretty much no bones about the fact that he does not view that uh, anybody who uh, whether they're seek whether they're seeking refugee status or asylum uh here in the united states that uh they should not be entitled to uh any kind of due process
1: yeah so that i mean that's exactly right uh you know the proposal would be uh we're just sending you back uh no court no um, you know, no due process whatsoever. And in fact, um, you know, it's interesting he says that because that's really what we do for people who cross the border illegally. Um, the exception is for people who are seeking asylum and request uh, to apply uh, through that legal process that we've made available uh, through our asylum laws. and. The president says, you know, that's a loophole or that's not, um, you know, that's somehow abusing the system. That's the system that Congress created uh, for applying for asylum. Every other person who crosses the border illegally is sent back with no due process. Um, You know, that is a shocking reality is that we already have a system in the United States that, um, you know, really rejects some of the core foundations of our uh, political and legal system, which is that we don't deprive people of liberty without due process of law. Uh, We have essentially said, well, that doesn't apply to people who are coming um, to our borders. And uh, we can send them back without any due process.
0: Is there any hope for a, a lot of these people? You know, a lot, of, some of these people who would love to come to the United States are prevent, who are being prevented actively prevented from doing so, are escaping uh, a lot of disruptions that were caused by U.S. led interventions.
1: Well, I think there are two silver linings to all of this one is the reaction of the american people to the policy of systematically separating parents from their children at the border we have now seen that there is a line uh, an enforcement line that the american people will not let the administration cross, and they were forced to back down from that policy that they said, well, they had to do this. They have to separate these parents. So it, the fact that the uh, American people push back against that um, is a hopeful sign. And right along with that is the fact that we now have uh, recent polls out from the Gallup organization that show that the American people have never been Uh, the general public has never been more pro-immigration than they are right now. Uh, There are far more people who uh, favor either increasing or keeping the same level of immigration going forward.
0: David Beer is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.